start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should've just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Wow. Was that okay. good? Did that, feel, uh, did that feel relieving to you? You know, if I'm being honest, it sounded very similar to last week, which was uh, that you had just woken up. So <laughs> no, it didn't. It did not it did. sound like... If, if, uh, we can go back and check the tape, but it sounded... Um, no. I don't want to say that, identical. Oh, it did, that was not identical. I mean, I'm not an actor, so that's probably my first True, problem. Yeah. Anyway, hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Block Party. This is episode number 129. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And uh, we have a great guest this week. We're very thrilled to have her on the show. Uh, you may know her as the incomparable Dina from the show Superstore, or you may know her from her podcast, True Crimes and Cocktails. Lauren Ash is here. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, we are good. You know, good. I'm relieved. I just got home from a long day of work, apparently. So, well, no, it's not you know, I like felt it. I felt it. But also, you know, you always get a second take in, in film and TV. So I feel like. You know, that was a good starting point, and okay. there's always room to grow. Okay, so you want to you, direct me, like... Maybe what, go what, again, like, yeah. Yeah, like, you're, you know, you're obviously a professional actor. Like, what, what would be your notes on my sort of, my first attempt there? Well, I liked your instincts. I liked Thank your you. instincts that it was like, you didn't have... What I was getting was like, you didn't have time. You were like, oh, you know, I've got to do this thing. I, I've had a long day, whatever. What I would offer, and you could take it or leave it, but what I would offer is... <laughs> You know, maybe, um, maybe with a smile. Oh, with a smile. You're, you oh, know right. what I mean? You're, you've had a long day. You, you can't believe you have to do this, but you're a good friend. You know what I mean? And so maybe there's still a little bit of a, you're trying, you're trying okay. to. You're, you're putting <laughs> on a brave face for us, John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. yeah. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> With okay. a smile. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Smile. And the li- and the listeners can tell if you're smiling. So yes. Yeah, well, oh, that's yeah, the whole. Can. It's it's like the it's it, this feels like a sort of a Tyra Banks kind of like a you know if you if you're smiling you say it you know there's like a yeah. different feel to it right yeah. exactly totally. I was gonna say that okay yeah. here we go <sighs> start the party Dan oh my God wow is that good see I liked that okay I had the zoom I window minimized that. and I could tell you were smiling. <laughs> So you nailed. I it. was smizing, but with my voice. Is, Great I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the equivalent of that is, but that's what I felt like I was doing. So no, you nailed wow. it. Nailed it. Yeah. I mean, this is nailed we got to have actors on the show more often. I felt like I really that was a great note. I felt really yeah. comfortable with it. It was all. Wow, thank you, Lauren. I, I feel like we're that. creating together already. Do you know what I mean? Like it <sighs> this feels is a great collaborative. Yeah. It's nice. The it's vibe nice. is good. The vibe is really good. And I want to <laughs> Here's what I would I I would actually Lauren, sorry to put you on the spot once again, but I yeah. I, I just want to I, I really wanted to bring you into this conversation because uh something happened last night on the television program Jeopardy. Uh, which really, I'm a big Jeopardy fan. I don't know if you're a huge, if you're a Jeopardy person or not. Doesn't really matter for this. But so Stefan and I uh, used to have an old podcast called Real Good Show, 
And uh, Stefan on this show pronounced a word in a certain way that okay. really uh, irked myself, our our co-host, <sighs> the listeners. People did not care for it. My parents, I think, were yeah. Upset your parents about it as well. listened. They were pissed. They're like, we didn't raise you this way. So, right. Lauren, I w- I'll just ask you first. Uh, how would you pronounce this word? I'm going to spell it so it doesn't. So I don't, you know, influence your pronunciation. And you just, pr- just off the dome. Just how would you say the word that's spelled M O N K? Monk. Thank you. That's okay. right. Exactly. Right. So he Stephen, said monk. He said <sighs> monk. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He said monk, and this has been, this was like four years ago, and it still pisses me off. I hated it. And then last night on Jeopardy, the contestant Jamie, the category was literally monks. That was the, just the title of the category, oh, and no. I had to play this for Stefan. Monks for 1,200, please. Monks, monks. for 1,200. Are so you kidding me? I mean, you she was on Jeopardy. No, but okay, she's here. smart enough to be on Jeopardy. Play- I gotta play it one more time. Uh, monks for 1200, please. Monks for 1200. Now, was she corrected by the host? No, she wasn't corrected by the host. I have but they, on Jeopardy, they don't really correct what, Dan? Did she win on the show? No. Did she win? She no? lost. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. She was a two day champ. All right. Okay. Oh. She was a two day champ, but the second day she won was two of the worst contestants I've ever seen in my life. Was that the guy who said the calzone was 8,000 degrees inside? That's right. 800 degrees inside, yes. Yeah. And the the answer was, uh, I think it was this person uh, is known for creating these items that uh, reach temperatures of up to 800 degrees inside. Uh, And the answer was oven. And the guy said, I guess it was an Italian name, so he said calzone. Yes. <laughs> Listen, that guy has been traumatized by a, a, a hot calzone in the yeah. past. He's bitten in too soon. He's, it's a sense memory for him. I think there's a bigger story to that answer. Is my point? Yeah, wow, I think I think you're right. I so think he was funny. thinking of the time when he was like when he burned his mouth on a calzone, and he was like, "What is this? 800 degrees?" Yeah. You know, and how like was that not his? That... How was that not his Jeopardy anecdote? The time a calzone almost killed him, right? <laughs> but you know, I do have to say, I do have to say. In your defense, the word B-O-N-K, we're not saying bunk. You know what no. I mean? Thank you. So it, Thank that's you. one of the, I, I want to say the, the real villain in this story is the English language. Absolutely. That's that makes no sense. Really, no, when you I, think about it. I mean, the, the word that always uh, gets us, because we have a lot of American listeners, uh, is, yeah. uh, and I'll spell this oh, word this is well. a lauren is canadian yes. so let's see I, so yes, i, I want to yes, see yeah. how, how you pronounce this okay. word yeah, um please. because okay so the the word is d-e-c-a-l uh oh yes decal yes mm. yes mm. oh my god okay yes but, but thank decal. you i know i know yeah. that's a, decal sounds yeah. so much stupider sounds decal so sounds so much better yeah decal makes sense to me if it was decal i would have thought there'd be an additional e D-E-E, you know what yeah. I mean? That sounds like decal to me. But exactly. Decal no, makes me think a of like a, like a fat-free type product or something at the store. Like it's like a lowered, <laughs> it's totally. like this yeah. is decal cereal, you know? It doesn't yes. make me feel like... Uh, Lauren, are you, you're from Ontario originally? Yeah, I grew up in Belleville, Ontario. Oh. Formerly the friendly city. Formerly. There was a sign up <laughs> until I was about 12 and then they took it down to repair it. And they never put it back up. So I don't know what that means. I don't know whether there was a vote and we were no longer the friendliest. But, you know, 
That's oh, our I've, claim to fame. <laughs> I've spent some time in Belleville. I've played some. Ho- I grew up in Southern Ontario as well, so I, I played some hockey in Belleville. Uh, it's you know, it's a town. Where did I you guess grow we up? Could say. Uh, I was born in uh, Oakville, and then I lived in Mississauga oh. and Newmarket. So. Oh my gosh! Yes, the yeah. same stomping grounds. Yes, it is a town. You're right. You've nailed it. It is a town. Uh, <laughs> people live there. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Uh, accurate. That's accurate. Yeah. Because I, I uh-huh. feel like Deckel is very Ontario as well. Like I think in BC, we're both like I've been in Vancouver yeah, now. I'm from for, Vancouver. So Stephen's from I Vancouver. Thought it was a originally, West Coast thing. Yeah. I've been here for over 20 right. years. Um, right. So I I I actually think it's the other way around, Stephen. I think there could be people here who would say decal. Yeah, because I think so. We, maybe I picked it up. We have my a parents are from Ontario, Coast. right? Yeah, so maybe I picked it, it up from them, right? I, I have a lot of family in in Kitchener, Ontario, so it could have been from going back there, you know. Um, but I, I did. So what? I have a I have a Twitch stream, and uh, and I got a decal made of of my friend and co-host uh, Jesse, and I actually do have a. Let me just grab it. Uh, oh, a, a cardboard cutout of him as well. <laughs> That's nice. It's, then it's, it's like great. you're always together. It's it's fantastic. He lives in Nashville, Tennessee, right? So yeah, we there's there's some distance between us, but um, uh, yeah, I had I had a decal made up and we put it on on the wall behind us on the Twitch stream, and and I uh, I was very excited about this, and I was excited to reveal this to to all of our viewers, and I said I got a I got a Jesse decal made up, and then my pronunciation of it just completely deflated the moment, and everyone got so mad at me for saying decal. Uh, it was like I pulled out like a gun or something like they were shocked. Yeah. They were so mad at me. And, you know, you've touched on something that actually is something that resonates with me very deeply, because one thing that I have noticed living in America, because I've lived here now for a decade almost, is that one thing Americans are delighted by, like stop the train. We have to stop. Everything is a word that is pronounced differently. Like it is. They love it. And I feel like back home, for us, if we heard someone say decal, we would go, oh, okay, I know what they mean. But it wouldn't be like a conversation point. Or for me anyway, like if I hear something pronounced differently, I would understand it and I would be like, okay, they pronounce that differently. But down here, they just, they're looking for it. This is my experience anyway, where it's like everyone, and then if there's a word that's a little bit different, man, oh man, they love it. Well, it's even I just saying great, like like I thought I didn't I thought I didn't have an accent. Obviously, like no one thinks right. they have an accent. I guess right. But then oh. I said I said sorry, and I guess yeah. I say it very uh, Canadian, you know. Um, well, but you I didn't say know it like there was spelt. yes, but I didn't know there was another way to say it, you know. So uh, there's yeah, no it's, it's, a in it. There's no, no a in it. There's no yeah. w. There's no a. Nope. You yeah. know, the one thing I find, Lauren, is like if you're here's what I would say about Americans and pronunciation. If you're on the ground. They're very nice. Like they love. They're so like if you were at a restaurant and a server heard you say a word weird, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, where are you from? That's so cool. Uh, When you're on the Internet and you say a word wrong, it's like you fucking it's a free for all. You are the stupidest. You must be the dumbest guy alive. (laughs) Did you just fucking say decal? You stupid piece of shit. Yeah. So it's a very it, it really just depends on the arena in which you're pronouncing a word differently. That's probably true. I was speaking again, like my experience has only ever been that they're delighted, but I also have not seen it a lot. I not, have not had that experience a lot online. So, and that is, I mean, the internet is the, is a, you know, it's a black hole. So yes, yeah. I, I can only imagine. Yeah. For the I record, I think our listeners are, are nice generally, but yeah, yeah. If, if, if they hear a, a Canadian pronunciation, uh, they just go apeshit and it's just, it's just over. Well, for us. on the set of Superstore, Mark McKinney and he, we would police each other. 
definitely. Okay, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. We, we definitely had a little deal going where it would be like, just take me aside. Like, if something comes out, because in the moment, it's if we improvise a lot on the show, too, it's like, if something comes out, it's very Canadian. Just take me aside. Like, don't make a thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> good that you had, like, a Canadian... You had like a Canadian brother in arms, you know, that you could exactly. uh, rely yeah, on that. Because exactly. I was going to I was going to yeah, ask yeah. you that because I do feel like it, that would be really hard to because because I, I think if you like say you did a show and you had to do an English accent or something like that, I feel like it's so different from our accent. You'd study it and you'd learn. But the Canadian and American accents, especially depending on where you're from, are so closely overlapped. It's got to be really difficult to you know, nail some of those words where it's just like a very slight variation on pronunciation, but something that if people were watching the show would totally pick up on. Oh yeah. In for the most part, I got into like, for me, there's, there was always little things here and there, or there'd be things I'd throw in. And then I like, if I didn't get a laugh, my, I would just be like, is that a Canadianism? And then I'd hear like, yeah, like, it's like you know what I mean? Like you always immediately knew, like if I said something, I'd be like, is that Canadian? I'd be like, yeah, I think so. Um, but there are certain words that the one that was really hard for me, what was it? Oh, it was barge barge. Mm. For some reason, it was oh. really hard for me to, it, it just always sounded Canadian. It was like, it's right. like, it's just barge like it just sounded yes. very east coast you know what i mean um so it was that was a tough one for me to like barge i don't know why that was that's like one that always trips me up there's a couple that always trip me up right i think the other one with with john would be like warm i think the way john's john says warm Fuck in you. a very no i'm no, not I, i'm proud no, of you say it this way i, I know <sighs> okay i don't the here's the okay here's the thing first of all my fiance makes fun of me every single time I say it. Like, I don't like I don't think I say it. I don't think I say it in a way that anyone says it. Like, it's not like I'm, oh, oh he's a deep Canada boy and everyone deep. Like, I just am. I very I say warm like I very warm. like. Wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I so, don't know and, if that's that's not an Ontario thing. I no, think, I don't think so. Well. Like Becca's Becca will always be like, wham. <laughs> Every time I say it, I'm like, ah, oh, thanks. The other one that had to be coached out of me, and this was by a previous girlfriend, I guess. I just have words that piss the women I date off. But uh, I used to say uh, beginning instead of beginning. Beginning? Beginning. Yeah, like I'd be like beginning. And then okay. and then yeah, my yeah. ex would be like beginning. And I'd be like beginning. That's what I said. And she'd be like beginning. So now I'm ve- that's like very stuck in my head, right? So beginning, I now say I guess normally, but warm is never going away. It's just stuck in my mouth, and I no, just, that's I a kind of like warm. Yeah, it Thank sounds you. warm. Like it sounds like it's like you know we gotta go get warm by the fire. You know, I like Thank it you. too. Yeah, it's 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 very it's very John, right? And so I hear it, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm I'm with my friend John. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so very nice. sweet. I love yeah. that. It's very sweet. Yeah. I think you're well, bringing I, a good vibe to the show. Oh, my fiance literally just came into the room and gave me the middle finger. So for, uh, for saying wham, I guess she could hear me <laughs> yeah. uh, from the other room. <laughs> so mm-hmm. thank you, Becca. I love you. Uh, thank you for checking in. Uh, she likes it. I think. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. But I just can't change. Like, how do you? Okay. How do you say it? Like, how would you? Because I just don't even know warm. that I could say warm, warm, warm. Yeah. Warm. I'm warm. Yeah. There That's, you go. You got it. Feels feels bad in my mouth yeah because like you've it. been saying it the wrong way for 35 years yeah i think well, Lauren, what i would s- sorry go ahead no i was gonna say technically we're saying it how worm 
should be pronounced. We're saying it like right. W-O-R-M. Yes. Warm, right? Like yeah. that should be warm, but it isn't. That's worm. Again, the villain here in this story. The English language. English language. Yeah. I think yeah, the absolutely. thing that I would say about barge is it's hard because yeah. it has that additional sort of syllable. Like, I feel like when you say like bar or car or whatever, you can sort of do the like it's a glottal stop in your mouth. So it's easier to just be like bar car. Like you can kind of just. Yeah. Yes. But with barge, you, you got to you, you got to keep your mouth open to make that extra G. And then it's really easy to be like barge barge. Get barge. in the car. Yeah, and we're going to drive to the barge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's my Achilles. That one right there. <laughs> well, look, you just I think, get a I think script that... in the mail for a show called like the magical barge or something. You're like, no, Marge is not doing it. I think if, uh, if, if if they're saying if they're saying monk on on Jeopardy, then I'm going to keep saying it that way. I'm going to go back to saying it that way because I was I was catching myself. I mean, I, obviously, it's a word I use a lot. You know, it's a very common word. <laughs> We're always talking about monks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're just a the, huge fan the TV of Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I think I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to saying it uh, the freak way that I say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go say it, I'm gonna you. say it the normal way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of who I am. And I say I say monk. Sorry, John. You don't like that. <laughs> you just say it how it's spelled. You just exactly. say it how it's spelled. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm actually gonna go the other way, and I'm gonna start saying b o n k bunk. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going full. Okay. I'm going whole hog. Oh, did you bunk <laughs> I your like head? It. <laughs> did you bunk your head? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I bunked my wife also last a word night. We use so often. So yeah, often. yeah, absolutely. I feel yeah. like bonk had a had a moment of like being a euphemism for sex, uh, and that yeah. moment that moment's gone now. I think I don't think it's we passed. say it anymore. But that felt like yeah. a very '90s. Like, yeah, we bonked. Yeah, I think so. Very brief. Yeah, yeah. It had its moment in time. Yeah. And the uh, Ottawa Senators had a player named Radic Bonk, which was a big moment for them. Is that how it was pronounced, though? Radic Bonk? Yeah. Yeah. Or that's how people said it. I mean, maybe he's from Czechoslovakia or Czech Republic. So, you know, maybe it's Czechia, actually, John. Czechia, yeah. True. I went through really the whole. I don't even know why I said Czechoslovakia. That's not. I think it's because he was born. Yes, it would have been. Yeah. So, okay. See where where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. We're learning a lot on. This is great. I feel so smart, you know, on like (laughs) usually when we record. We get way we get way stupider, and I think really like right. we've we've done how many episodes now, John? A hundred and this is one twenty nine. Yeah, and so like if you go back two and a half years, we're we're not like smart, but we're much smarter than we are now. Um, yeah. But I think this this episode is sort of like bringing us back a little bit, you know, which shows you how well, low the bar you... is because we're just talking about <laughs> word pronunciation. Well, when you start with with Jeopardy, though, like you've already, you know what I mean? I'm already tapping into that front part of my brain now. I'm like, whoa, okay, Jeopardy fans. Like, I got to like, I got to raise my own game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. Don't worry. You, you do not. I, I mean, Stefan yeah. is not, I, I, I would say it's more me than Stefan. I, I don't think Stefan's really consuming Jeopardy on a night. No, basis. I'm the Wheel of Fortune guy on the, on the pod and John's <laughs> oh, the Jeopardy guy. So, Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're I like more of a price like right guy. Let's be honest. I like the big wheel when the big wheel spins and, and makes all that noise. So, you know, <laughs> of course. if Jeopardy had something like that, I'd be on board. But it's just a bunch of TVs. So, you know, that would actually be such a good Wheel of Fortune, like contestant interview. If they were like, oh, we, you know, we hear you're a big fan of Wheel of Fortune. And the person was just like, yeah, I love where the big wheel spins. Makes a lot of noise. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wheel on the of- wrong show. 
Wheel of Fortune <laughs> is the one with the really bad pronunciations, though. The one that I always think of, and I think I saw this live, was uh, the answer was uh, oh. the Greek hero Achilles. And John, how did the so the person had it like like the answer the, was completely filled out. All they had to do was that, it was for a million dollars. It was for a million dollars. They all landed they had to on do, the million dollar spin, no. and yeah. he said so the Greek rare. hero Achilles, no. and they couldn't give it to him because he mispronounced it. So you have oh, to pronounce wow. it correctly. Yeah, yeah. And even oh, if you say like wow. one extra word, if you say like a the or an ah, uh, you throw an extra article in there, like. They they're like stricter on Wheel of Fortune than they are in Jeopardy. I find. Would you agree yeah. with that, John? It depends. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, like if you're on Jeopardy and you and the answer was Deckel and you said Deckel, like they would give it to you. Well, I don't know. Um, right? Would they? They would. They would. Yeah. It's 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 as long as they can tell what you're saying. They'll also offer you a chance to correct yourself if it appears in. So like, if I was like, "What is Deckel?" and then the host yeah. kind of like looked at me like. Are you a freak? Or, and then it'd be like, oh, right, I'm in America, decal. And then they'd be like, that's right. Yeah. So they give you a chance to correct if they feel like your pronunciation is. Sometimes on Jeopardy, it is funny because these are ostensibly like very smart people and they will pronounce things really wrong sometimes. And it's very funny uh, to yeah. me. Yeah. I also, I wanted to mention the Calzone game. The other contestant who was not the champion, her occupation was listed as food vendor. Sorry musician food vendor optician in that order that's how she was introduced on the show what yes musician food vendor optician that is a <sighs> that is a fuck mary kill right there you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god uh, i mean you fuck the musician right i mean i feel like of that's course. obvious that's yes. obvious i think yeah. you marry yeah, the optician right yeah you have to. You and have you kill to. the food vendor, of course. Way too stressful to be a food vendor. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Um, that is, that's amazing. That's like she started with her dream and then what she's doing, <laughs> but then what her degree is in. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, my passion is music. I'm working as a food vendor, but I'm trained as an optician, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I guess she couldn't just say one thing because like her friends and family would obviously be watching and her like food vendor, like coworkers would be like, you're not a musician. What are you fucking talking about? You're, we yep. see you down at the the food vendor office all the time. You know? <laughs> what are you doing? And her parents, her parents would be like, we did not spend all that money on optician school for you not to mention it in your Jeopardy bio. <laughs> Okay, I think we figured out Damn exactly it. what happened. Yeah, I think I it think had to be it. too. I bet part of it was like an intimidation thing as well, yeah. like to the other contestants, right? Because often on Jeopardy, it's like lawyers and doctors and professors and teachers. And so she probably thought like, well, I haven't been an optician in 10 years, but people might think when I say optician, I'm saying optometrist. And they'll be like, whoa. Oh, that's what I thought it was. What is an optician? <laughs> <laughs> an optician is just like i think you can give eye exams but you can't like oh you can't do like prescribe any of, anything okay. yeah you can't prescribe anything you can't do any eye related procedures it's like a I dentist like, and a dental oh, yeah. hygienist sort of yeah it's like if okay. you like if you went into lens crafters or whatever right you would be dealt like an optician could be like oh we got to figure out your prescription i can do that i can right. run the you know the little the big goggle things or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. 
but you can't yeah but they can't treat anything yeah. and they can't yeah. they'll do the, the puff of air in your eye you know the hot <laughs> yeah. the hot air balloon off in the distance that you have to focus on that's yeah. a classic yeah it's a classic yeah <laughs> i have i talked about my my colorblind test on here no Oh yeah, so I'm I'm colorblind, but not really. Like I don't really know exactly how I'm colorblind. It's more like shades than it is colors. But they ha- have either of you done a colorblindness test before? No, no. So I could okay, be colorblind. So you could be. So when you go into <laughs> okay. an optometrist's office or an optician's office, you know, depending on where you're at, they have a series of six circles on the wall. And they almost look like those magic eye paintings. Like if you look at them hard enough, there's supposed to be numbers in them. And so based on like what numbers you can see is sort of like what kind of colorblindness you have. So the my optometrist was like, okay, can you see this one? And I said, no. And she's like, okay, so normally if you're not colorblind, you should be able to see that one. So you probably are colorblind. And then she's like, and then I was like, I can see the fifth one. It's like 29 or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, if you're colorblind, you shouldn't be able to see that one ever. And I was like, okay. And then she's like, can you see any of the other ones? And I was like, no. She's like, all right. Like she clearly had, this is the first time this has ever happened to her. I could only see the fifth one. Couldn't see any of the other, other five. And she was so, she's like, well, I get, uh, I mean, I get, I think you're colorblind, but like, I don't really, huh? I don't, cause I think the other ones are sort of like, oh, you're red, green colorblind or you're right. You know, Anyway, this has been boring stories with John. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're like a rare type of colorblind. I think that's uh, that's very interesting. Or a unicorn. Yeah. I, uh, it feels like it doesn't feel impossible to me that there would be people who. I mean, it doesn't feel like everyone would be ever exactly the same. Like that feels like there would have to be anomalies, right? The, yes, yeah. I you're think the so. chosen one. Like this is the Absolutely. this is the like superhero origin story. I feel John, are you it. are you worried that you got it wrong though? Maybe because I'll, I'll find whenever I do an eye exam, <laughs> when they do the the like, okay, which one looks clearer to you? And they'll like go back and forth between like the numbers or the letters. And I I'm sure I've gotten that wrong. Like I'm sure I've I've given myself the wrong prescription. Um, Me too. Because I don't I feel so bad. I'm like, well, I don't want to waste your time. You know, I don't want to make you go back like five times but realistically i need i need them to go back and forth five times to really know for sure because what will happen is they'll show me the first one they'll show me the second one and then i have immediately forgotten what the first one looked like and i'm only thinking about the second one so i don't know i i I, i'm sure i've given myself like a weaker prescription than uh than i should have like a hundred percent no question do you think that's happened with you yeah and and lauren as well like it's oh i've done that I've yeah. done that exact thing where I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not sure that one. And then I'm so wrought with like, I think I may have chose the wrong one that then the next one, I think I chose the wrong one there too. Like I'm not fully paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I for sure have done that. Yes. But that's like the best way. I mean, I guess they've been doing that for like 50 years at this point and they haven't come up with anything better because it's, it it's, the, it's like an exam that totally relies on the person who's being examined to be like, uh, like yes or no? They're, like I have to make the decision. You're the doctor. You tell me which one looks better. <laughs> don't trust me. Yeah. Don't trust me in what I'm saying. I, I came to know. see you. Yeah. yeah. You went to school for this. I didn't. I did not go to school for this at all. No. Oh, I only God. went to optician school. I'm not 100 <laughs> percent sure either. I'm now a food vendor. I have no frame of reference. I'll be honest. This isn't my passion. I have a food truck. We sell tacos and waffles. I know it's a bit of a weird combination, but we just thought it was fun. 
<laughs> yeah, I I think I nail it. I'll be honest. I, I think I have exactly the right of course. Of course uh, you do. Well, I've uh, okay. Honestly, I've how long have you had glasses? I mean, I my first Since grade optometrist. Four. Yeah, I was six, so grade one. Oh wow, for me. okay. So you've been um, yeah, and you're older so than I, me too. So I'm a vet. Okay. I'm a veteran. Right. You know, it's like when you go. Yeah. And back back in those days, you used to go every six months, like the dentist. Like they've really they've really got it now, where it's like I think when you're a kid too, it's it's like probably your eyes are your changing eyes can a lot get more. screwed yeah. faster, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel mean, like I'm pretty good at it. My eyes have for sure gotten worse in in the past year, just like being inside on on like a screen for like twelve hours a day. Not that I wasn't doing that before the pandemic, but now it's like I guess I do that slightly more. But like a hundred percent, I feel like. It's gotten like way, way worse. Like John and I will play like NHL on PlayStation together. And I'm at the point now where I have to like sit closer to the TV. I can't sit on the couch. But that's also because John, I've I've changed the camera angle to be very far back. So maybe that's on me. But uh, I do. I, I'm due for an eye exam soon. And maybe maybe I'm just going to be honest and be like, look, I need to see that number like five more times to be sure. <laughs> maybe I'm going to do it this time. I don't know. I say speak your truth. You know what? Yeah. Like. I think if if any if I've learned anything from living in America too, it's that that other people really have no qualms about ensuring that they're getting exactly what they want and taking the time because you're paying for a service and it is for something as important as your eyes. So I say you take as much time as you need. You make them repeat it as many times as you need. That's their okay. that's their dang job. All right, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I gotta do it. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how many times you. do you think how many times do you think it would take before they would stop doing it? I'm going to find out. Gonna... <laughs> Just push it. Push I it think, as hard as you can. Yeah, I think double digits is probably when, when I get to that like, point. There's got to be a limit, right? Like, There's got to be some point where the optometrist goes like, okay, I can't show you these anymore. Like, I, <laughs> you've seen them enough. Like, I can't. I'm right? going like, to pick one for you. Exist. But maybe that's what I want is that I do it so much that they just get pissed off and they're like, all right, this is your fucking prescription. Get out of here. Maybe that's the plan. <laughs> I don't know. I like this idea because I feel like I've never even gotten close to pushing an optometrist's limits. But this sounds like a <laughs> kind of almost like a fun idea. They, they seem like a very patient type of person. So, yeah, yeah. I say go for it. Wow. That's good. Okay. I wonder, you know, what would also be funny is like if you if you were if they were like you like one or two. Okay. Now, here's one. How about two? If you're like, I can you do letters? Like, oh, here's like a, change it up. Here's A yeah. and B. Okay, yeah. you got this is B now. How about C? Like, just try and just like you just know, get under their skin a little bit. Call a little audible. Get them, yeah. get them pissed. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I always like to do. Of... Piss my doctors off while I'm there. Exactly. Could you please label them using the names of the seven dwarves? Okay, we have Dopey. <laughs> we have Sneezy. Is it Dopey? Is it Sneezy? Is it Bashful? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Let's let's do. I feel right? like we just. I feel like we just. We came up with either a great idea or just a good sketch. I mean, this sounds like a yeah. good comedy. Is it sketch lazy? Idea. Well, oh. actually, that's why I, I came here because one of them is lazy. So. <laughs> there you go. Yes, this writes itself. This writes itself. We got it. Come on. Oh my God! Come Speaking on. of being lazy, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue! Boy, was it smooth? Stefan and John are gonna bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Lauren, I felt like you were really grooving to our yeah, social media theme song. I really was. You know, I love a theme song. I love a jingle. It was great. 
I love it. Yeah. I like That's that you 10. do it live, that you don't just put it in in post. That's nice. We've in just video, started doing it live recently, I think. I mean, we, we haven't recorded in person since like October because Vancouver's like totally shut down. So we were we were putting everything in in post and uh, I, I think it sort of lost something, you know, so having it having it live. Feels good. It's, it's so nice. And I, I mean, it doesn't love a little bit of barbershop too. So Come exactly. On. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, we always start with the guest. What's going on on your yeah. social media? Okay. There is a phenomenon that has happened for me and it's involving a newer platform to me, which is the TikTok. Okay. And here's what I'm going to tell you. I am not super active on there currently. I was kind of trying to experiment a little bit. Uh, I was like during the pandemic, early pandemic especially, I was like, you know what? This is a fun platform. There's, this, there's fun things. There was a lot of recipes on there I was trying. And then I also thought there was like people were doing some really kind of like fun, funny things. So I kind of got into making some fun little videos and stuff like that. Fine. You know, some of them were doing better than others. I did some storytelling ones. Some of them did better than others. Great. And then Superstore was put onto Netflix everywhere basically but the U.S. And it exploded became extremely popular and my TikTok became more popular yeah. through just people finding me or looking for me or whatever. Great. So I was putting up some posts then about Superstore because people had questions and were confused because they thought it was a Netflix show. They didn't understand. No, it's been on for six years. It's not blah, 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 <laughs> whatever. But this phenomenon that started and I am not exaggerating. People, and I don't think this happens to other people on television. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it does. Every day on TikTok, every day on TikTok, I get tagged in, I would say 10 to 25 different videos of people just saying, hey, Lauren Ash, you look like this person. And it's just an everyday person on TikTok. I don't know why I specifically get this so much, but I, I mean, I've stopped using the app because my <laughs> inbox is literally, it is just flooded with like, and then someone will see it and then someone else will tag me. So then right. I'll have about a hundred notifications that it's like, Hey, Lauren, you look like this woman, Deborah from Boise. And it's inevitably <laughs> like, it's inevitably some random woman in some random town who kind of probably talks like Dina does on Superstore. So I think that's a lot of the connection. It's, it's obviously a white woman, uh, usually with brown hair. Yeah. And for me, often that's where the comparison to me kind of stops. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't often see it. Um, <laughs> and then that's led into the second part of this, which I think is intrinsically connected, which is that, so it's the first part is random people, yeah. just so many tags. And then the other is, is that people are convinced that I'm Megan Cavanaugh. And who is Megan Cavanaugh? To refresh you, she played Marla Hooch in A League of Their Own. And okay. I want to remind you, that movie came out in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> and so the other thing that's happened on TikTok is people keep tagging me in videos of, of Marla Hooch and Megan Cavanaugh when she guest starred on Friends, which was 1994, being like, oh, you were so great on Friends. You were so great in a league of their own. And I'm like, how old do you think I am? And this is not a slight to Megan Cavanaugh. She is, she's hilarious. She's great. Not a slight to her, but please, dear listeners, you're hearing it here. And I encourage you to spread the word. We're two different women. We're two different women. I was,
was nine when A League of Their Own came out. I was nine. Uh, I was 11 when that episode of Friends aired. Uh, it's not me. It's not me. Maybe it's like a compliment, I, I, though. They're saying, know. like, wow, you've aged so well. Like, this is Timeless. incredible. Yeah. Timeless. Listen, uh, but that's what's going on on my social media. Nice. It's just, it's just, it's, it's people just wanting to tell me how much I look like other people, which I don't know. And I guess that's fine. I don't know why it, it gets at me so much. That's maybe a bigger question that I could resolve with some therapy, but it's, it's <laughs> just, it's a lot. Well, it reminds me of um, Nikki Glaser, very funny comedian. Uh, mm-hmm. She goes through this a lot because she's, you know, she's like a blonde woman from the Midwest. And I guess people just, you know, think sh- other people look like her. And she kind of went through. So she would start sharing them. So like people would send in this thing and be like, Oh, Nikki, is this you or whatever? And she would share them on Instagram being like, it's, this isn't me. This is, it'd be like in an ad, it'd be like an ad for an exercise bike or something. And they'd be like, Oh, Nikki, is this you? Is this you? And then maybe similar to what you're talking about, Lauren, she actually went through a phase where she was like, please stop tagging me in these because it's actually like, fucking me up because sometimes like these things get sent and I'm like, I don't look like this person. And also I think they feel like, or Nikki felt like, you know, it's, you're sort of insulting me because I like truly don't look like this person. And I, and I feel, and and I think with her too, it, it was going both ways where I think she would feel like, Oh, this person is much less attractive than me, but then also like much more. So she'd get sent these, you know, these blonde women and she'd be like, Oh, like people think I look like that. Now it's putting pressure on me to be like oh i have to continue to you know look like this or whatever and so yeah she actually went through a phase where she was like please stop sending me these and then she kind of like and then maybe she worked through it in therapy i don't know but then she kind of <laughs> got over it and she started doing it again right. uh, and she's you like know what? she'll she'll share it, makes, it but it's it's very it makes strange me feel better actually i'm so glad you told me that it makes me feel better knowing that it's someone else too because i was just like i see other people i know and i'm like they're not getting this they're not getting these thousands of messages. And listen, I'm being kind in the retelling of this because there are times when I look at them and I go, am I a lot less attractive than I think I am? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, and I don't want to make anybody feel bad. And I, I feel bad even saying it. If, if you're one of the people who's said, I think I look like you and I, I don't think you do. Um, but yeah, it's a weird, it really does start to get, it, it's an interesting phenomenon. It's yeah. interesting, yeah. but that makes me feel. I'm going to go back through Nikki's stuff and and look for that because yes, yeah, she shares really on her stories all the time. I'll 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 you know I'll send her a message. I'll be like, look, we had Lauren Ash on the podcast today. Yes, she said this happens to her all the time, uh, and you two can bond over that because yeah, and it's I really think too, new for me right. too. Like this didn't used to happen, and now all of a sudden it's like as I'm saying, like it's a lot. It's hundreds of messages a day. Well, yeah. I also feel like, like with Dina, of people think you look like this woman. And then you look at that woman and you go, oh, I don't think I look like that woman. Then you eventually start to go. But if 500 people are telling me I look like that woman, gosh, maybe I look like that woman, you know? Right. It's a weird phenomenon. I feel like with with Dina, and this is similar to me, actually, like Dina is just, you know, you're obviously wearing a work uniform. So you're dressed rather plainly and your hair is almost always up. So it's probably just a like... Well, your hair is, you know, I know this woman who always wears her hair up and she has brown hair and she wears khakis a lot. Like it just is a weird. And I go through that a bit because I just look like every white guy. Like I just I have like the, you know, the sort of you got the glasses, the the newspaper journalist, the old 1950s journalist glasses. 
I have dark hair. I have a beard. Like yeah. I so often I people mess and not so often. I mean, obviously I'm not, you know, a well-known person on a show, but my friends will be like, I, t- I saw your doppelganger today, man. And I'm like, yeah, because I look like 50 percent like of everyone. white men. Yeah, yeah. like it's not I, get, a- I just get Macaulay Culkin. That's my I get. <laughs> oh, and- sure. Yeah. Sure, and then sure. as a as a kid too, like I had the Macaulay Culkin like haircut and everything when like Home Alone was out. It was yeah. I mean it was I would do the Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean I I think he's I think Macaulay Culkin's a good looking guy. So I'll you know Oh I'll, yeah. I'll That's a compliment. Yeah. That's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah, like too, Lauren. People it's send got, me pictures sorry, people send me recent pictures of, of like a you know, an, an older maybe um you know, kind of struggling Winona Judd. And they're like, you look exactly like Winona Judd. You could be twins. Again, you start to wonder, like, am I, do I have like reverse body dysmorphia? Like, am I <laughs> looking in the mirror and seeing something that, that's better than what everyone else sees? Like, and then no shade to Winona Judd either. Again, I don't, I feel bad saying it, but again, it's just, I just don't, I don't see it. And I think what's interesting is, is that this didn't used to happen pre-social media, you know? So yeah. you know, people on TV and yeah. stuff before then, people maybe said it to their friends, but but as somebody who's then all of a sudden being bombarded and also specifically on one platform is interesting to me. Yeah, maybe it's a Gen, a Gen Z thing, you know? Like, it's a real, like, it's it's a bombardment on, yeah. on TikTok. Again, like I said, to the point that I, I haven't been on there in some time. Now, can you can you like mute right, your notifications like or like like how Instagram you have like the message requests and you're not going to like see it necessarily? Can you set it up that way? I or? have I have yeah. done that, but the, the problem again is is that then when you open it for the first time, right. Inevitably, it I'm keeps... like, well, let's give them a shot, and it's like, why? Just close it. Just close yeah. it. Yeah. Just close it. Yeah. yeah right. I, I only get email you, and you know, and then your email it shows you. It's it's like it's... yeah. The only stuff I get tagged on on Instagram is. If, uh, I mean, I've brought this cat up many times before, but there's a cat, uh, from Thailand named bone bone, uh, very, very adorable cat. And I'll just get people tagging me and being like, have you seen the latest bone bone? It's like, yeah, I follow him. Like it's the only cat. It's the only (laughs) thing I see on Instagram is bone bone. The cat. He's wonderful. He's adorable. You know what? I'm going to put, I'll put him up behind me on my, on my green screen. Uh, but please do. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful cat. I get, uh, I, I have another podcast, Lauren, about new metal. Uh, so, mm. you know, your, your corns and your limp biscuits of the world. And, sure. uh, so I get sent new metal stuff all the time, which is, uh, you know, bad. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't need this. I was like, or it's the same thing as Stefan. Like if it's a new thing, like it, like if corn is in the news for some reason, it's like, I know, yes, I know that corn's in the news, obviously, Obviously, yeah. I have Google alerts for corn. Oh, there we go. We got some nice bone bone. There's there. bone bone. Now, why are people not messaging me and telling me that I look like bone bone? <laughs> She's beautiful. He's got the look little I, the I, eyes. Like, I've been trying to find on. the the little backpack, the little spiky yellow backpack for like years now to put on our cat and make make our cat uh, hate us because I don't think she would really like it. But uh, yeah. I, I love the little backpack. It's like, yeah, I guess like dressing up Kiki as bone bone for Halloween would be like, kind I of would cool. love to do that. But Kiki, yeah. I mean, we got a, we got a little hoodie for her a couple months back and we put it on her for about five minutes. And then like, she visibly hated us for like a week. Like she was shunning us. I could really tell. So it's, it's unfortunate, but what can you do? Um, yeah. I mean, my social media update, is related to Instagram uh, and it's, it is related to targeted ads on Instagram. Um, I recently, I mean, usually I get targeted ads for 
uh, like pants, like joggers. I bought some some joggers recently off Instagram. I will get a lot of targeted ads for uh, like cat toys and and cat supplies. The big one is the cat backpack that has like a little bubble and the cat can like look out the bubble and I, I probably will buy that at some point. <laughs> Um, you but can't recently, buy that, man. Come on. No, I'll do it. But recently, <laughs> I've been getting ads for something Kiki called... Kiki will hate the bubble, by the I way. I know. I know she will, but I, I might still do it. Anyway, uh, something called Magic Spoon Cereal, which is like like protein cereal. That it's, it's like, But it's like healthier. It's like Fruit Loops, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like their version of those like classic like kid cereals, but like with like no sugar, uh, no carbs, you know, it's, it's like healthy. Uh, and I've looked into it. I'm not going to order it because I think it's an American company and like with shipping to Canada, it's like $80 for five boxes. So mm. uh, probably going to sit that one out. But I did something very funny, which first of all, it's very funny to comment on a targeted Instagram ad in the first place. You have to be like totally insane to do that. But the top comment on this ad, it says Magic Spoon is the future of cereal. Uh, Forbes, that was a quote from Forbes, 13 grams of protein per bowl, uh, zero grams sugar, blah, blah, blah. The top comment is from 86 Blues UK, who has a truck for a profile picture, and they say, cereal is a joke of a food. Uh, <laughs> so it's just, it's so funny to me imagining how fucking pissed off this guy was to get a targeted ad for cereal. He has this strong of an opinion on, first of all, cereal is good. I love cereal. It's great. Um, it's it's just like incredible to me that I guess maybe this guy has posted about how much he hates cereal online before, and then the algorithm mistakenly thinks he likes cereal, right. and so now he's getting targeted ads for cereal, <laughs> and will and now he commented on a targeted ad for cereal, which assures that it's going to just keep happening for him. It's gonna get worse. It's it's, get it's worse. wonderful. I love it. I mean, it's it's a very simple thing. I, I saw it online. Uh, I mean, I guess it's my fault for clicking on a targeted ad in the first place, but I'm glad I saw it. Uh, and it does remind me, I posted it on Twitter and someone replied to me and said, oh, it's the same energy as the Gene Simmons soup thing, which I don't know if, if you've seen that, Lauren. Um, no. But this is, this is a post from Gene Simmons uh, from back in 2014. And it's a picture of some like vegetable soup. Uh, and Gene Simmons says, pathetic. I hate soup. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> Soup's a pathetic food. I, I mean, I don't like, that I'm not a big soup amazing. guy. He, he wow. hates soup. And, and the funny thing is, uh, a few years back, I was like, I was like, I'm going to search Gene Simmons old posts for soup. And like two months earlier, he had done like a sponsored thing for like Campbell's Chunky. And so I, I posted like side by side screen grabs and I was like, what happened in, in those two months to like <laughs> cause this like shift Chunky, in opinion? Chunky like stiffed him on a check and now he's just so I mad. guess so. But then his kids quote tweeted me, his two kids who I, I, I forget their names, but I remember seeing them on his like reality show and they were like, and they like tagged him like, yeah, dad, like what's going on here with, with the soup? I don't think we ever got the answer, but um, wow. I, I would like to find out exactly why Gene Simmons uh, hates soup. Um but yeah, that's my social media update, short and sweet. Uh, I know John. John has something uh, much sadder for our listeners, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, this is a. It's been so. Speaking of being sent something, you know, Stefan and I are, you know, unfortunately <laughs> intrinsically tied uh, to a pair of women from the UK. Uh, Lauren, are you familiar at all with the cock destroyers? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> 
sorry to drag you. Sorry to drag you into this uh, this mess. But uh, no. so no, no. They're, so they're actually, uh, you know, maybe people will be listening to the show for the first time, so they don't know who the Cock Destroyers are. They are a pair of porn stars from the UK uh, who went viral uh, because they originally were. Um, they posted a video on Twitter. Uh, looking for just like regular guys to be in an orgy uh, <laughs> porno shoot with them. Yeah. And, and they, they, are, they are very like Cockney accents. Very Cockney. Very like, aggressive. And, yeah. and they so, and then in the video, they're like, oh, we're going to destroy your cock. We're going to mash it up. Uh, we're going to buy, you know, they go crazy. So they, but then they ended up becoming like, these sort of icons uh, in like the UK and in, and in, even in America, like they were doing cameos that people were loving and they became this sort of like lovable duo. They were like an icon stars. in like, in like the gay community as well. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. they were uh, in the queer very, community. They're very they, campy, you know, like, yes, very yeah. campy, very crazy. Um, and they had a reality show in the UK, uh, which I don't even know what it was for. I, I can't even remember what the like, prize was or what the point of it was but they had a very like uh yeah very queer positive reality show and they they so they seem like really nice women doing good things for this sort of sex positive community and uh this week they broke up yeah they uh it's tragic they've decided that they will no longer be destroying cocks or at least not together not together so yeah yeah it's 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 really sad we've been we've been following them for a while uh john mentioned you know cameo.com lauren um of course yeah so they they were on there and they recorded like just the most unhinged cameos you've ever Mm. seen and they i mean they were wonderful i i i love them so much they're fantastic um but they charge like 500 dollars a cameo so we were very close to getting one at one point. I think we, we, we did miss the boat. Uh, and obviously they're, they're split up now, but if you get the chance, I would, I would check them out on cameo and just look at some of their old posts on there because that, that will explain them to you. And, and like, it's why they're so cool. Yeah. Are yeah. you on cameo? Wow, or? Question. I'm not. And you know what? I get, a I get a lot of requests for it, but I, I feel uneasy. It's it's weird. It's You're a cool. weird. That's good. Yeah, we like that's you. the right. That's, a, that's that is the right that's decision. The right, like, to make. I think for if you yeah if you're if you are a celebrity and you look at the opportunity to join Cameo and you're like you know what I don't think it's for me then you're my type of person. Yeah, yeah. that's the right. Move. Yeah. I mean, we, and we I, I we have heard like we're friends with Ike Barinholtz has been on our our show and and he's a yeah I know Ike a great guy yeah he's a great guy and he's he, mentioned that he gets he's pushed mentioned by them like, all the time that he's yeah. pushed by them all the time like is that similar to you like me they're too. always bugging you to be on yeah. it. Yes. Um, I get, I get like, uh, fans reach out all the time asking and then cameo. Yeah. They're very aggressive and, and they take, they use a lot of different tactics trying to get you on there, but it, it is multi-level marketing. Like it, it actually is. And I, I like, so also like, say, I, you say the cock destroyers, uh, <laughs> say that, that they got me to sign up they get a percentage of all the money that I bring in for the first oh. year. Wow. Oh, yeah. whoa. Okay. Oh, this is only new levels. Oh, whoa. My God. So, so you're yes. getting pushed from cameo, but then you're probably also getting pushed from your friends who are, who are on, on cameo there. already. It's like a refer. They'll, they'll refer whoa. you to and they'll get like a referral bonus. Oh my God. We I guess I did that not sense. know that. I mean, that is huge. Nobody news. knows that. 
Nobody knows that. Oh yeah. my god. Because we we have a bonus episode. People are episode, probably Lauren, gonna get mad at me for telling people. <laughs> no, this, but this that's is great. We yeah. have a bone. We have a bonus episode, a type where we would just watch bad cameos. So Stefan and I like curate and we and we watch yeah. horrible. We, we used find to have these like our, our a listener of ours put together like a search engine for us because cameos. The other reason you should stay off cameo is because the security on the website itself is total horrible. Shit. Uh, and oh, so really? we had a listener who who built a search engine for us and we were able to search for private cameos. Uh, because they're just unlisted. They're not private. They're still up there. They're just unlisted. It's like an unlisted yep. YouTube video. So you could find all the private cameos. You could search uh, the instructions that were people yeah, were putting in. Yeah, he managed in. to get it so that we could see the instructions. We could see what people were like saying to the celebrities directly. Yeah. <laughs> and I we could search by instructions. I'm not even kidding you. I have goosebumps at your sleuthing, at this web sleuthing. I love it yeah. so much. <laughs> it is right up my alley. Um, that's wild. Yeah. Wow. It was crazy. I mean, you, I mean, truly too, like, you know, as a, I would say not only should cameo make you uneasy just in general, but as a woman, um, some of the instructions are great. Yeah. Not great. Uh, It's a bad, bad time. Well, because it's it's like like TikTok or or messages, right? Like 16 year olds were getting like really obscene. And there's no way, there's no way to like limit the, like you're going to see the request. You can say no to the request, but you're still going to see the request. And so it's still someone just being able to talk to you with like no like boundaries. And yeah, they were saying some insane shit. It was rough. Uh, so yeah. you, you, you made the right choice. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, and we also, I, I, I think so. Uh, my boyfriend sent me one once um, that I think it was John Lovitz was doing. And it was one of those things where like watching him do it and watching him have to like go through these things. I was just like, I actually found it heartbreaking, to be honest with you. I was just like, you know, like for me, like John Lovitz and the Wedding Singer, I'm like the funniest like icon, you know, and then watching him have to like dance monkey puppet. It's it's just a very weird line to me. I think it it blurs a lot of of the line. And and I'm very flattered that anybody would want to pay any money to get a video from me wishing you a happy birthday like that's lovely and truly very flattering but i just think that it's unfortunate because for all of the reasons you're saying the majority of stuff on there is very weird and odd i will say if you do want a good cameo you should check out uh kato kalen of the oj simpson trial He did well. He's so good. He wrote that. us a song. He, he wrote he, us a he'll song. Write you a he song. played piano. Yeah. And yeah. he looks great. Oh, he looks, wow. he looks, he looks good. so good. Yeah. Uh, compared healthy. to wow. Polly Shore, we've gotten a couple of cameos from Polly Shore. Tough. Uh, Tough times. And that's sort of the John Lovitz right. level. We actually got well, a cameo from John... him. Sorry, well, go ahead. No, I was going to say we got a cameo from, from Polly Shore. Uh, and he immediately raised his price by like $100 after the cameo <laughs> we requested from him. Because we. <laughs> We asked him, well, we asked him to do an anti-circumcision PSA for us and he nailed it. Like he, he did well, it. he didn't, I mean, he mispronounced a lot of stuff in, in the yeah, video. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. He, he mispronounced a lot of stuff, uh, but he did say it's pretty rude to cut off the boot. Yeah. Uh, which is. Which we didn't even <laughs> ask him to say. Yeah. We didn't even tell him to say that. So. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Cameo's good oh now, actually. I, 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 I actually we're cameo. circling you, back you, around. You've swung. Uh, yeah. you've swung. The pendulum has swung. I get it. I get I it. I mean, you're not on it, Lauren, so you can just join us in this in this fun, you know, you can join us yeah. in this fun time. The thing with John Lovitz, too, is he just, 
you can tell that it's not even because there are some people where it feels like they're being forced to be on it. Like it's almost like their their manager is just like, just do this. Then they even hold the camera probably or whatever. John Lovitz just genuinely is like, this is all beneath me, but I don't care. I'm just going to take money, but I hate it. I hate you for asking for one. I hate filming one. I hate every it's his cameos are un hinged we remember the one we watched stefan where he was uh someone told him that they loved this movie he was in and he was like why do you love that movie it was terrible yeah i've seen that one yes <laughs> yes yeah i, I even like, asked oh the God, director yeah, yeah. <laughs> i said to the yes, director yes. what is what is even the story in this and he told me and it made no sense to me and it still doesn't I guess it's okay that you liked it, but I don't know. Anyway, weird. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Unreal. Uh, Speaking of unreal things, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see the post. It's a block tale. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. You're two for two, guys. <laughs> I can't I can't help but bop around. It's the best. I was like Lauren's a DuckTales fan. I can tell. This oh, was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Also, uh, very quickly, I I I want obsessed as a kid. I have not watched the the newer one that has come out oh, within the yeah, past few either. years. But I am a member of a Facebook group. Uh, that is a DuckTales, the new DuckTales fan group. And the only reason is it's the most wholesome group of people. Uh, somebody somebody literally recommended it to me who also does not watch the new show. But literally, like, the posts are so kind and sweet. It is, like, the the most fun follow I have on Facebook. Anyway. Oh, that's good. That's so nice. you wanna know? Do you want to know so mine, nice. Lauren? You want to know that? my wholesome Facebook group? People, Stefan makes fun of me for uh, this one, yeah. but I'm... I'm in a seltzer Facebook group called Now Fizzing, and it's literally just people posting pictures of like the cans of seltzer they're drinking, and that's it. Yeah. It's, I love that. I've come yeah. to respect you that. for it. I love it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just need, you need to feel a like a little cleanser. bit of. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. You just need a little. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lauren, the floor is yours. Uh, what is your, what block tail do you have for us? Okay. So follow me on this. Uh, somebody had tweeted, uh, because Superstore did come to an end after six seasons, very sadly, uh, and someone had tweeted a very nice tweet and ended with, what will we see Lauren in next? And then this person wrote, the line for auditions, I'm sorry to say, she's not cut out to be the star, but a, sky- but a sidekick. <laughs> Jesus. <And> for- <laughs> yeah. And Listen. I won't get into the very long diatribe that I could about <laughs> social media is so frustrating at the at the level that I'm at because it's not like I have 5 million followers and this all disappears into the ether. I have a fair amount of followers, but I still see almost everything. And there's also an expectation when you're on a show, this is another fun fact for you, when you're on a show, it's in your contract that you have to do social media, that you have a certain level of obligation that you have to do. So I have to be on there and I have to be looking at it. And so then I see shit like that. And people often say like, don't engage it, don't engage it. And then I'm like, but isn't it also my right to choose whether or not I want to engage? Like, why am I supposed to be so impervious to criticism and rudeness that I never respond? 
So yeah. I responded. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, go fuck yourself. Sincerely, Lauren. Um, <laughs> so what's amazing about this is that then it caused a bit of a like firestorm of my followers who are amazing just just going for this guy just going for him and for about an hour he kept trying to come back and this is how you know it's like someone who's like trying to be a troll you know what i mean but isn't really a troll because yeah. he kept trying to come back to things and then within the hour blocked me boom blocked me wow so there you go it wasn't even me blocking him it was uh he blocked you oh my god yeah you won you won for sure i won yes but i I love that i was i was too mean i was too mean um and then two weeks later i I won't say that i that i have a huge NBC deal and i'm I'm getting my own show so that's the other joke is that it's like uh you know you're like i wish this guy didn't block me because then you could have circled back around and just like posted the variety article or whatever my followers did. Yes. They didn't, he, he didn't block them. So they literally, some of my followers were like, I'm sending, I'm going to tweet this at him right now. And I was like, yes. yes. I won't say what his name, his, his name is, but he, he does have a very funny, like Twitter name as well. I, I briefly saw <laughs> yes. it when you held up your phone there. Yes. So. I agree oh, as well. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh I do. Oh, yeah. I, I always love that sort of, um, I love that brand of Twitter guy where they will speak to like where they will insult you but it's in this sort of like almost faux polite like it's it's almost like he was saying it like he's an expert like well you know look i'm sorry to say but she just doesn't have you know it's like i would almost rather someone be like you know fuck you i hope you die in a ditch than this sort of like fake like well, I'm really an expert and I've yeah. watched a lot of shows and, you know, it pains me to say this because I bet <laughs> she's like a great person, but she just doesn't have the juice, you know, and it's like, <laughs> fuck off. Like, I, I would way I, rather I, you tell me mean shit than that. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why I couldn't let it go. Because I, I saw it and I was like, walk away from it. Don't respond. But then, because I, I, I always give myself a cooling down period. I was like, give yourself like an hour. And usually within the hour, I'm like, I don't give a shit anymore. It's gone. Yeah. But this one, it just like, and it's, I think that's the exact reason. If somebody had said like, she's a talentless hack, I'd be like, okay, peace. Like, I don't care. This is clearly whatever. But it's the, it was the wording where I was like, you're so glib. Like, I'm like, yeah. I can't. Like, who, who are you that you feel like, yeah, I'm so sorry to say, but she's probably never going to work again. And I'm just such, I'm such a font of knowledge on the way that the industry works and on talent. I was like, you don't even have a profile picture. It's Marty McFly. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the part that really, yeah, it really does get to you. And, and we get that sometimes even with like podcast reviews, you'll get, you'll get the sort of like, uh, you know, I tried listening or or this is my, my favorite one, which is so b- brutal is the like, I really wanted to like it. I really, d- you know, it's a great idea and I really wanted to like it, but I just couldn't get it. And it's like, th- who can't shut up? <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, I, I think the worst we we've been very lucky. Um, My podcast, True Crime and Cocktails, uh, check it out. Um, But we've been very lucky and we've gotten a lot of great support. But we got one that was so brutal. And the reason was, is that they didn't like that in one of the cases. And it was a case that was very brutal about two girls, little girls. They were like 13, 14 who had been murdered. We questioned in, in the 
podcast and the case, we questioned some of the family members. So in the list of suspects, we said, well, what about, you know, what about the father, blah, 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 whatever. And they were so disgusted that we even, you know, touched the family members that then they were like, you know, stay away from these two Karens unless you want to listen to two women that sound like they smoke a pack a day. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. Like, I was like, first of all, like the first rule of like detectiving, not that I am, but it is like you, you kind of look at the family first. Yeah, like that's it's like, like always basic. the family, like, isn't it? And also, we never accused the family. It was in a list of, like, let's look at all the potential possibilities, you know? And it was like, wow, like, zero to a hundred. Like, and that's the other thing is that it's, it's, it's so interesting that we've created this world, especially in the podcast reviews, where they can say whatever they want and they can leave you either one star and you just have to take it. Yeah, you can't do anything. There's no rebuttal. Yeah. There's no response. It's not like on Yelp where the, you know, the restaurant can say, well, here's my take. It's like, we just have yeah, to we got, take it. You can get back, uh, like against them, like on the podcast itself though. Like on, on our, on our old yes. show, uh, we had a listener who was like, well, cause we talked about, it was a sports podcast, it was a sports comedy podcast. And like, well, I like all the sports talk, but I don't like when Stefan talks about like all of his online bullshit. And I took that very personally. And so the next episode, I was like, I have a new uh, segment to introduce. Uh, and it was just me uh, reading uh, my most recent 50 followers on Twitter, like one at a time, very slowly. And I guess maybe, you know, that's a little petty. Sure. <laughs> you could I say mean, that. You know, yeah. Uh, but I think it was worth it. So oh, I mean, like that was true. a good. It was a good segment. I think. Yeah. I thought it was That's a good. True Canadian passive aggression is what yes. that is. Yes, absolutely. True Canadian yeah. passive aggression, and I'm here for it. I yeah. Well, I had 100%. the. I, I have three podcasts, and I recently. I actually tweeted this this week. I recently found out that one guy, I guess, must have got mad at something I did on Twitter because he went and gave me a one star review of all three of my podcasts, and I was like, man. It's a that's a wild and one of them was the, one of them was the classic. Uh, I wanted to like this. Yeah, show. I wanted to like this, but I just couldn't bring myself to like <laughs> it. Right. And yeah, it was <laughs> tough times. You know, uh, we got a great so listener block this week, though. This one is we've never had this before. This is a this is a Venmo block, uh, which <laughs> I feel like we've never had on okay. the show before. This one comes in from Clark, uh, and they were blocked by horse racing jockey Cody Kellenberger. Uh, okay. So, so here's the story. <laughs> I this is it's very wild. Uh, <clears throat> my block tail is a bit unusual. I looked up a jockey on Venmo after he gave the horse I bet on a shit ass ride, and I requested my <laughs> money back. <laughs> He responded by sending me a Venmo back for double what I asked him for and then hit me with a Venmo block. He also <laughs> accused me of, quote, stalking him on Venmo. You can see the exchange in my original request at the top and his response at the bottom at the link below. And he links an Imgur here, which I'll post on Twitter next week. And then he goes on to say last year on a random Saturday in February, I had done an, an immense amount of research and handicapping about a horse entered in race eight at the fairgrounds racetrack in New Orleans, Louisiana. Louisiana, 
Uh, I was uh, okay. I'm a liar. I was drunk and bored and stupid and decided to bet fifty dollars on the six horse and race eight at twelve to one odds for no good reason at all. And it was to be ridden by the same jockey, Cody Kellenberger. Well, I take a big swig. Sorry, it was a different jockey. Sorry, I was ridden by jockey Cody Kellenberger. Well, I take a big swig from my beer and fire off a fifty dollar win bet on the six as the horses are loading into the gate. From the break, the six horse clearly wants to run. It shoots to the early lead, but pencil necked little Cody is choking back on the reins. <laughs> Like he's got Major Biden on a loose leash at a Rose Garden soiree. (laughs) This dude is strangling the fuck out of my horse, preventing it from getting a nice early lead on the field. Pretty soon, horses are passing him on the backstretch and he's falling behind. The pace is slow and his horse wants to run, but Cody's got the Fifty Shades of Grey stranglehold on the poor colt. Out of the final turn and into the stretch drive, Cody finally lets my six go and it starts picking off horses with a burst of energy to the wire. But alas, it's too late and he can only muster a third place finish despite having plenty of energy to spare. I get pissed and watch the replay and see this little twerp ride my horse around in a chokehold again for the second time. So I get an idea. I'm going to look up Cody Kellenberger on Venmo. Unusual name. If he's on there, it should be obvious. And he is. So I shoot him a request for $50 and a simple note. Your ride on the 6R8 today. Not too long after I get a response. It's a request for $100 with a note for stalking me on Venmo. Honestly, I got a huge belly laugh out of his request back to me. I love it. And Cody Kellenberger is now my favorite jockey of all time. Love the show, you idiots. Clark. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we've never gotten something like that before, Clark. Thank you. I, uh, it's, I, listen, I'm not going to. Clark, you might have a problem. I'm not, I'm just going to, I'll just put it out there. You might, uh, you may need to look into this. I'm not sure, but seems like you're getting a little too into this, uh, but no, that was great. I love that. I love the idea of just insisting a jockey pay you for a poor ride on the horse. Uh, that's great stuff. Uh, yeah. if you have a block tail you want to send into the show, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com, or you can fill out the form on our website. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party, where $5 a month gets you access to four bonus episodes every single month. We've got a great mailbag coming up this week. We're doing another trivia episode and we can announce uh, that we're going to be doing a live show. Speaking of cameo live shows, we're going to be doing a cameo live show on May 29th with a favorite guest of ours. Adam Christie is going to be joining us. So uh, you have to be a patron at any level to get into that. So check that out. Patreon.com slash block party. <clears throat> you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod and if you want to be kind to the show you can rate it five stars and say nice things about how you wanted to like the show and you do uh (laughs) that brings us here to the end of the podcast but before we finish it's time to get into our top three three two one uno 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 mustard three sauce girlfriends Uno, 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 uno. Wasn't expecting that ending. <laughs> <laughs> Did it shock you a bit? <laughs> I loved it. Loved every second. Uh, Lauren, uh, this is where the guest suggests a top three for us. What do you have for us, please? Top three things you would like to say to high school you. Ooh. Wow. Oh, my God. That's okay. good stuff. Uh, Lauren, what's your number three? Number three, have more fun. I was very high strung. Have more fun. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's like, that feels deep. Yeah. But <laughs> it, like, it like, makes what, sense. What, like, what were you high? Like, what were you high strung about? Just like grades and stuff or. Yes. I was a very good student. And I was very like, like obsessed with being a good student. And I now know that it's like, 
it's not, you should have, you should have got drunk more. You know what I mean? Like you should have had more fun. That's good. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, uh, it, it doesn't, well, I guess this is high school. This is still high school. It doesn't matter what university you're going to or like what you do. Like it just doesn't, I majored in Greek and Roman studies and like, that's only useful if I like go back in time, like going forward in time, it becomes less useful each year. So I would say to high school me, Hey, like just go to college and do whatever, or don't go to college. Even I guess you should go to college. Uh, but don't worry about what you're majoring in because again, it doesn't matter. That's my number three, John, man, this is good. This is good stuff. You know, um, I, (laughs) this is going to sound horrible, uh, but for whatever reason, the very first thing that came to my mind was um, was like have sex with your girlfriend more. <laughs> not not because like I'm I still am in love with her or something, but I was literally so scared of getting her pregnant, like so scared. I mean, it was like the biggest fear. Like I just so we barely like she wanted it, and I was like, I you know what. I can't, we're going to, I'm going to get you pregnant, like whatever. And then when we finally did, I was just like so nervous and I was horrible. Uh, so yeah. And then obviously like, you know, fast forward a few years past that. And I was, you know, (laughs) not so cautious and, uh, you know, so it would have just been, I could have had maybe like you said, more fun. It probably, I could have probably had more fun if I wasn't such a, uh, you know, a wiener about that. So that's, that's number three. I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind, but that's my I number three. Uh, Lauren, your number two. It. My number two is um, don't don't. I had two long term boyfriends, so I had like one boyfriend for two and a half years, and then I had another boyfriend for like a year and a half. And I think the first one was a pretty good experience. The second one, ah, I would I would have d- date around. Lead around. Let them call you the slut. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, <laughs> come on. Don't don't feel like you gotta. You don't. You're not gonna move on with this person. You know what I mean? So just that's. Yeah. I definitely would have. I would have slapped her about that one for sure. <laughs> okay. That's uh, my number two. Uh, get a better haircut. Um, I I had like the because I have very like fine hair. It's very like it's very like. I don't say thin, but it's very, it's very fine hair. It's thin, and so, dude. Your hair is okay. thin, man. All right. Just accept anyway, it. regardless, we can, Dan, cut that out uh, from the episode. <laughs> um, I like that you said my hair is fine. That's like what a, that's like what a balding guy's, and you're not even absolutely. really balding that no, bad. No, no, I'm you're, not, no. But to say that but, you have fine hair, I mean, come on, But dude. in like high school and college, I had like longer Here's hair. my advice for current you. Don't call your hair fine. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good advice, yeah. But anyway... Uh, I had like, like longer hair in, in like high school and college, like, like closer to like skater hair, I guess. But it looked, I mean, it's just, it's not the right hair for that. So I would say just get like a nice short haircut in, in high school and college. And, and that'll, that, that should help you and your confidence, I think quite a bit. So that's my, that's my number two, John. My number two is, uh, you don't look good in that. (laughs) It's just a blanket, just a blanket. Yeah. Just, uh, just yeah. my fashion sense was just absolute piss. It was like, I mean, to be fair, we all, I also grew up in Lauren. It sounds like you and I are similar in age and Stefan's a little younger than me, but 
it felt like we kind of grew up in this like black hole of style. Like yes. I was in high school from 99 to 2003. So it was like early 90s had that early 90s, the sort of garish, loud colors, big patterns kind of thing. And then you get into the aughts uh, and it's, you know, hipstery skinny jeans and and we i just existed in this like nebulous period where there was like no defining fashion it was just like everybody wore american eagle and popped collars and just like Ugh. i never popped my collar but like even though i def i understand i seem like a guy who would have did you do the uh, long sleeve <laughs> shirt under the t-shirt no i because i got i'm too i'm too warm my body temperature oh, is too right. is too warm so i, I could never but warm. i definitely thought like rugby shirts were like my, that was yes. like my, you know, if I got yeah. a date or if I want to look good on a night, I'm going to a party, throw on a rugby shirt. That's as good as I felt like I could look. And oh my God, you know, it's just, yeah, just horrible fashion choices. So that's my, that's my number two is just, you know, yeah, you look like shit. Fix it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Lauren, number one. Number one. And I think there's definitely a lot of women that are going to agree with me on this. You're not fat. You want, you're not fat. I wish I had walked around in bathing suits, bikinis, crop tops, nude. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, there was so much time. I just remember spending so much time as a high school teenager, just like self-loathing. You know what I mean? And it's like, I wish I could go back and just shake her very thin body and be like, you're not fat. Stop it. Stop it. This is a good, this is a good top three. Great um, top three, yeah. Yeah. I think my number one... It's uh, by Bitcoin. <laughs> Straight up, honestly. Yeah. Like, because I think, I think it came out, I graduated in, in 07. I think it came out in, in like 2008, I want to say, maybe earlier even. But I feel like, you know, telling high school Stefan, hey, like this Bitcoin thing is going to come around at some point. Get into it immediately and just hold on to it for, you know, like, like 15 years or, or whatever. Uh, because, yeah, back then, you know, it was... I'm not like a big crypto guy. John and I have gotten into like NBA Top Shot, which is like NFT trading cards, that sort of thing. But um, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like a big crypto guy. But if if I bought Bitcoin when it was like, you know, 0 0.000 like one of a dollar, uh, I think that would be nice. I mean, there's the story of the guy who made the first purchase with Bitcoin and he bought a pizza for, I think, a million Bitcoin, maybe. It was a lot of Bitcoin and it would be worth like a like five hundred million dollars today if he had held on to it. But he bought a pizza back then. So buy Bitcoin and hold on to it is my advice to high school Stefan. John? Yeah. Um <clears throat> you know, I mean the cheese. I made a lot of mistakes in high school. Uh <laughs> we all did. My geez, my oh God. You know, this is gonna make me sound like I'm just trying to curdy favor with the audience, but yeah. My number one advice to my high school self is stop using the F slur because <laughs> that was a really like, you know, when I was a kid, we I just never even that was just part of our vocabulary. You never thought about the effect that was maybe having on people around you. And yep. I think like I've learned so much about that stuff as I got older, but I grew up in a pretty sheltered, mostly white town. Uh, so, yeah, like learn more about that kind of stuff in general. Not that like I needed to be some like woke king when i was in high school but just you know maybe pay a little bit more attention a to a slightly the, better person the things yeah. you're yeah the things you're yeah. saying and the things you're doing I, I think that i i definitely still have a lot of uh 
regret about some of that stuff. So that's what I would say is my number one without trying to sound like I'm, you know. No, that's good though. That's good. That was a great top three. Thank you so much. I thought that was nice reflection, you guys. Yeah. There, I mean, really good. Yeah. Well, my, was, my number was, one was make a bunch of money, but other than that, yeah. <laughs> listen, but investment. I still think you know, think plans yeah. for the future. Like, I still yeah. think there's good themes. There's good yeah. themes. Yeah, good themes. Yeah. Great themes. That was a great top three. All. It's nice to be introspective. Sometimes our top threes are pretty, uh, you know, are, are not that. So that was that was really nice, Lauren. Uh, thank you so much for thank being you. on the show. It was a real pleasure to have you. Uh, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Listen, my podcast, True Crime and Cocktails, you can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram at True Crime and Cocktails. And you can find me on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth Ash. We're on the other platforms, too. And I'm sure that you're probably tech savvy if you're listening to this podcast that's mostly about social media. So I trust that you'll find us. And I thank you. Yes, they will. Is this so True Crime and Cocktails? Is this you just kind of get hammered and talk about true crimes? Is that really the the sort of conceit of the show? Pretty much. It's my uh, cousin by life, or sorry, my cousin by blood, sister by life. She lives in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Nice. And during the pandemic, we started this podcast over Zoom. And she has, she is a stay-at-home mom who happens to be a phenomenal true crime researcher, which we just discovered. And cool. uh, we've only been doing the podcast for about seven months, but we've really come a long way very quickly and, and people are loving it. And yeah, we, we, we record late at night in matching pajamas. We get a little tipsy and we talk true crime. It's a whole lot of fun. Awesome. Sounds wonderful. Well, there you go. Listen to Lauren's podcast. Follow her on social media. You can follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at BlockPartyPod. You can donate to the show at Patreon.com slash BlockParty. And we'll see you back here next week. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.